You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Going A's fans, and welcome to episode 196 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, spring training is still scheduled to start on time, and a couple of familiar names have signed with teams. Uh, as of Tuesday night, I had planned on recording this on Wednesday uh, during the afternoon, but uh, things happened on Wednesday, so we took a couple of days off, uh, g- gave the news, the real world, some time to breathe. Uh, this, uh, if you're ready for it, here's a distraction for you guys. Uh, this will be happy fun time news in a little bit. Uh, th- there is uh, mention of Joe Biden later, but it has nothing to do with recent events and anything like that. Uh, it's just in context of what could happen with the season and stuff like that and so he comes into play in that regard but it is related to baseball in general so uh that is there if you don't want to hear any political figures or names uh go ahead and skip the the episode it's okay uh there's a lot more going on in the world but if you would like a reprieve from everything that's going on this is what we got for you guys uh let's get into the regular part of the episode here please follow us on social media at locked on a's on twitter and instagram i'm at by jason b on twitter and if you have any questions for us please send those to locked on athletics at gmail.com So since I last spoke to you guys, the hot stove has warmed up considerably. Obviously, there is the big uh, Francisco Lindor going from Cleveland to New York, going to the Mets in their big splash of a move so far. Uh, Good good job on the Mets. Didn't seem to give up a whole ton for uh, their one year of Francisco Lindor, and they got Carlos Carrasco. So good job on the Mets. They're going to be an interesting team to be watching the rest of the offseason, and then uh, obviously in the regular seasons. But the guys that I really wanted to talk about today were two guys that signed that had former A's ties to them, and uh, that is Robbie Grossman and Blake Trinan. They both signed deals with teams that are not located in Oakland, California, and we're going to start with Trinan since... He's been away for a year already, and uh, the Dodgers basically, they, they resigned him. That's that move right there. Not a big deal. Uh, probably wasn't coming to the A's, especially after getting $10 million last year and pitching pretty decently, so he was probably going to be getting a decent contract, and uh, he did. He got two years and $17.5 million guaranteed, and that also includes an $8 million club option for 2023 with a $1.5 million buyout, so he, he did okay for himself after struggling in 2019 and basically any other year besides 2018 before that. So good job on Blake Trinan. He's going to be with the Dodgers. And to earn that contract in 2020, he went 3-3 three and three with a 3.86 ERA and a 3.15 FIP. His walk rate also went down considerably from his 2019 campaign. It went from 5.7 to 2.8, which is a lot more in the realm of his 2018 season. So uh, if you're going based off of him being able to control his pitches a little bit more, then you got that going for you. And in order to gain some of that control, he probably had to sacrifice a little bit of movement on his pitches, is what I'm guessing just off of these two stats. And uh, that led to a 7.7 strikeouts per nine rate, down from 9.1 in 2019 when he couldn't control anything, and 11. 11.2 strikeouts per nine in 2018 when he was king of the world. He's going to be entering his age 33 season, and uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be the setup guy for Kenley Jansen. I don't. I think that they uh, got like Tommy Canley or something like that too. So they got uh, they they've got a nice little bullpen of 
veteran arms that have done it before. So uh, where he's going to slot in will be interesting. Will he be getting the seventh, the eighth? Will he be more versatile? Will it be if he's pitching well, he's pitching later. If he's not pitching well, then eh, whatever. Uh, We'll see. But Blake Trinan signing with the Dodgers, wearing Dodger blue for the next two years at least, maybe three. We shall see. And uh, the other A that signed was Robbie Grossman, and he definitely opened up some eyes with his play in Oakland to start the 2020 season. He'd been decent before that, but he was having a pretty... I'll say career year in 2020 for the first month and change. And he had an on-base percentage of 422 and an OPS close to 1,000 in that month and change. And uh, those are some nice stats. I know it's a month, but still, when the season is basically two months, that's half the season. That's an all-star appearance in a regular year. And it wasn't just those stats that teams were looking at. He was also pulling the ball a lot more than he had ever done. Well, more than he had ever done. It was a career-high pull rate for him, which turned into more power for him as well so he made some changes in his approach it paid off he got a nice little contract with the tigers he's getting two years and 10 million dollars and uh he also has five hundred thousand dollars of incentive bonuses banked in as well so that is going to be interesting to see how he does with the tigers because that is a big big ballpark and behind Miguel Cabrera's 17 years of service time, Robbie Grossman is the most senior member of the starting nine by three full years. Detroit has a young team with low expectations, but from what we saw of Robbie Grossman in Oakland, he's going to grind out every at-bat and is going to be a great influence on the young guys that the Tigers will be bringing up over the next couple of seasons. One guy that I imagine is going to be picking Robbie Grossman's brain a little bit is Riley Green, who is the fifth overall pick in the 2019 draft and is one of the few Tigers prospects that is on the offensive side, they have a lot of solid pitchers that are going to be coming up. So uh, Riley Green, one of their top bats in the farm system, and he also plays the outfield. So obviously, Robbie Grossman got him covered right there. Veteran influence. And I think that that's kind of why the Tigers went after him. I know that they're not going to be challenging for a wild card spot or anything like that. But with the addition of Robbie Grossman, they're going to be grooming some of the young players. He is a good influence in the clubhouse. He knows how to get the job done. He's had a pretty decent career, even though he's been shipped around a few different places. He's made a career for himself, and that's something that, you know, some of that stick to He can teach that to the young kids that are coming up. Um, I know that Riley Green is, you know, the, the hyped prospect, but he's probably going to be in the lower minors, so maybe he'll be doing phone calls or talking to him at spring training if he's allowed to be at spring training, which uh, reports are varying on that right now, so we will see. But uh, Daz Cameron is some who's going to be in AAA, he will be at spring training when it does open up. I'm sure that Daz Cameron and Robbie Grossman will be very close friends because that's why I think that Robbie Grossman is brought in is to mentor some of those young guys and help get the Tigers ready for their next bit of contention uh, in the next two, three years, maybe. And I'll probably be keeping tabs on Robbie Grossman, not because I have any particular affinity for Robbie Grossman, but I love keeping tabs on rebuilding teams. And I'm going to be keeping an eye out for articles on what the Tigers are expecting out of Robbie Grossman. I assume that I'm right, but who who knows? Maybe they want him to carry the club to the wild card now that the Indians are not going for it anymore. And kudos to Robbie Grossman for taking this deal, too. Sure, he's getting compensated a, a decent amount. He's got a decent contract for a player of his caliber, but he likely could have latched on to a club that would be in contention for the next couple of years. Maybe he takes a little bit less money to get that fourth outfielder contract, but uh, instead he wanted to be on the field and get regular playing time and be a mentor for these Tiger Cubs. <laughs> 
Yeah, I had to throw a Tiger Cub joke in there. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it's a good deal for him. I think that it's a good deal for the Tigers. I'm looking forward to reading a little bit more about the Tigers now. Uh, just because, you know, rebuilding teams are fun. And when you got somebody that you know a little bit over there, uh, hey, why not follow them even closer? So uh, coming up on the show, I'm going to be talking about Evan Drellick's article from The Athletic earlier this week. Uh, talking about spring training and when it's going to start and all that stuff. So stay locked in with Locked On A's and we'll be right back. The NFL regular season just finished up and the playoff picture is set. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. If you're looking to place a wager on Saturday's wildcard games, you got the Colts and Bills with the Bills getting negative six. The over-under on that game is set at 28 and a half. If that game doesn't strike your fancy, you got the Rams and Seahawks with the Seahawks going at negative three. The over-under on that one is set at 23. And then if that one doesn't do it, then this one definitely will. You got Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. <laughs> and then the Washington football team, uh, the Bucks got negative eight on this one. And the over-under is at 27 and a half, only at best online.ag so don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in the action don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box and let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you are betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like hearing podcasts. Uh, tell a friend. That's always helpful. Leave a rating or a review if you do, please. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So a couple of days ago, Evan Drellich of The Athletic reported that spring training is slated to start in the middle of February or six weeks from now. So that's really soon. 
important and kind of exciting and baseball, yes. Um, but in the back of my mind, I've been preparing myself for another delayed and subsequently shortened season because I'm still not convinced that the season is going to start on time because the rest of the article didn't exactly fill me with confidence. Uh, the headline was nice, and then the lead was cool, and then I was like, eh, but, you know, things can change. Everything's fluid, so we'll see. <laughs> but I'll go into some of the specifics from the article here for you guys. Uh, there's still a lot that needs to be worked out between the league, the owners, and the players. The players don't want a, another delay to the season because that would cost them more money. Uh, obviously, they sign contracts for certain amounts of money, and those shouldn't be, you know, going up and down because that's a little bit silly. That's not how contracts work. Um, but apparently that's how they work in Major League Baseball because the owners are jerks. Locked on A's. Completely unbiased. <laughs> no, but really though, I, I don't like the owners. I'm always pro player in this situation. Um, they And the, the players proved that they could pull off a full season or, you know, a season in 2020 and other examples include other sports being played, as they mentioned in the article. Uh, other sports leagues are pulling it off, so why can't baseball at least try? I mean, it seems like the owners are the only ones that don't want to try and pull off a full season. And uh, if it's health and safety, then why did they play last year? And there's a lot of weird things like that. The owners are saying that they're worried about the financials, and if the season is delayed, that there is a greater likelihood that fans could be in the stands, so they want to delay it by a month and start the season in May so that fans can be in the stands at a limited capacity, and then they can start making more money, blah, 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 blah. And basically, whenever the owners take a stance, ask yourself how they would benefit from it financially, and you will see their motivation. It's basically that simple. How can the owners make more money? That's why they want this to happen, and it's silly. But anyways, getting back to the legalese from the article, uh, Drellich says that unless there is a mutually agreed upon revision to the CBA, and keep in mind, uh, they are going to start going after a completely new CBA uh, after the 2021 season, so I don't know why they would be agreeing to change the CBA before this season, because that would be silly. But uh, unless there is an agreed upon revision to the CBA or a government order that would trigger the sports emergency clause, the schedule will not change ahead of time. So that means a full 162 game season, unless these things happen. Uh, according to the rules, but <laughs> rules, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, he also thinks that the pandemic existing likely isn't enough to trigger the clause. So there's that. Um, and since other sports are currently playing and baseball had a season last year, it makes sense that there would be a season based on precedent and precedent is big in law. So I took one law class in business school and, uh, that's what they taught me. Precedent is big. So you gotta learn all of the things. And since they played a season last year, seems like it holds some water. Um, anyways, the rest of the article is more bogged down in each side's positions and which I've already touched on a little bit. And, uh, some of the legal mumbo jumbo, which is a little bit over my head, but it does appear to be on the player side, which hopefully leads to a relatively full season in 2021, if not a completely full season. That would be great. Um, obviously, there's still a lot of time to go between now and when pitchers and catchers are supposed to report. So the way that the wind is blowing could change a few times in that time frame, as evidenced by the fact that 12 hours after I wrote these words for this uh, podcast script, um, there was a march on the Capitol building. So things change really quickly these days. And who knows what's going to be happening in six weeks, let alone the rest of this week. So uh, there's all of that. And also... Uh, this is the political part, so if you don't want to hear Joe Biden's name or anything, you can tune out now. But this is still just fully baseball talk. It's some of my thoughts on Joe Biden's presidency with baseball. So, And this is basically all I think is uh, the only action that could impact 
where we seem to be headed uh, at this moment right now is when he takes office on January 20th. Are we going to have stricter lockdowns like a nationwide thing? I don't know. I don't keep up with, you know, everything that's speculated about or anything like that. I kind of wait for it to happen. So if that does happen, if this new strain of the uh, coronavirus kicks into gear, uh, I know that the the vaccine seems to be working on some of it, but we'll see. Uh, you know, as of this time last year, the coronavirus was not on our radar. So uh, maybe this new strain of the uh, COVID-19 is something that we need to be a little bit more concerned about in impacting the baseball season. Um, and also in general, because, you know, it, it's a virus still. Um, uh, and we just don't know these things yet. And so those are things that I could see impacting where we go with the baseball season. But this is all just speculation. And we'll take it as it comes, I suppose. But I think that no matter which side of the aisle that you reside on, um, I think that we can all agree that uh, Joe Biden's presidency will be a little bit more strict when it comes to the coronavirus and how we go about things. And so I think that that could be an impact on the baseball season as a whole and maybe institute that emergency clause. I'm still not exactly sure what that means, but uh, it seems to be a thing that could impact the season. So the emergency clause, there's that. Um, So, you know, what measures is he going to be? enacting as president are unclear and uh there is definitely a world where a tougher nationwide stay at home could be implemented uh whether or not it would happen without a wider outbreak of that other strain i don't know but i'm gonna just stop speculating right here because um i don't want to unintentionally misinform anybody or mislead anybody with what i'm saying here um that's just how i understand what i've been reading so far so uh that's where i'm gonna leave that one but uh i'm gonna focus a little bit more on evan drellick here just before we get out of here um and it looks like the spring training date is written in pencil, but I'm kind of doubting that fans are going to be allowed to go to those games, even if they are in Florida and Arizona, just because the the coronavirus is out of control right now. 4,000 people died just uh, on Thursday, so uh, that's a lot of people, and uh, I couldn't imagine baseball even being okay with it, even if the sports were. So there's that. As far as the season goes, it would be unwise to start spring training without a plan to start the regular season at its scheduled start date. And for the A's, that would be Thursday, April 1st at home against Houston. Um, I'm already a little bit concerned for pitchers around the league after last year's start up and then stop and then start up again. And then in 2021, they're likely going to be expected to pitch around more of a regular workload. So they'll be going from 150 to 200 innings in some cases to roughly half of that, if not less, and then be relied upon again for that 150 to 200 innings uh, in 2021. And uh, I think that that's going to be a little bit ridiculous. We could be seeing a big rash of injuries in 2021 when it comes to pitchers. Uh, I'm going to talk about the A's a little bit more in this regard as we get a little bit closer to spring training. But without looking at numbers too closely, I think that the A's may actually be in a decent spot on the potential injury front here. So, uh, but that's going to be for a later episode. And I'll talk about that here in just a couple of weeks, probably uh, when I run out of material. <laughs> so maybe next week we'll see. But anyways, that is basically what we know uh, so far is that this year is slated to be a regular baseball year as we stand here today, but that could change at any moment, honestly. So uh, who knows? Don't make any big plans. Uh, I mean, we we all had plans last year and then stayed indoors all season. So that was fun. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll just take it when it starts and we're allowed to go. Then they're like, hey, baseball's here. That'll be fun. Um, But yeah, we should have a decent idea of what's to come here in the next couple of weeks is my guess. Once Joe Biden takes over the presidency and, uh, you know, we see what his plan of attack is for COVID and all that stuff. So uh, hopefully we know we have a decent idea coming in the next couple of weeks. And uh, that's as far as I'm going to speculate on that one, I believe. So. 
But that is it for me today, you guys. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little uh, break in the news cycle. I've still got one more episode coming for you guys this week, so uh, we got that coming. What's it going to be about? No idea. I'm going to be doing a lot of reading tomorrow, figuring out what I want to talk about, so that'll be fun. Uh, maybe I'll talk about, uh, like, a cool Papa Bell. I keep wanting to read about him, and then I haven't because I've been doing other things. My wife's been sick for a couple of days, so I was taking care of her slightly and being lazy. Uh, so there's that. And also, uh, other things were going on in the world, so there, there's that as well. But um, that that is it for me today, you guys. So until next time, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks, and I will talk with you guys soon.